we drove down to I think it was Fremont. It's whatever the the peninsula down in uh, Newport Beach. That it is, aka the little peninsula where all the houses are absurdly expensive. And it was like, man, look at all these places we'll never be able to afford. Yeah. Um, and then there's a famous surf spot called the Wedge, where uh, it's basically like alongside this pier. Uh, where waves just crash together and people just get absolutely launched if you surf wrong. Um, so we were watching people get piled up on boogie boards. That was pretty fun. Um, did we do anything else that day? Kind of just hung out. Um, and then the clash was really fun on Sunday. So nice. I saw yeah. a lot of people say that it was a quite a good experience live. So yeah, it was it was a good time. I was really happy it ended under the lights this year. I thought that was really cool. Um, I was during the heat races. I th- was kind of like, man, there's not a lot of people here, but no. it filled up for the the main event. So, which was still probably like sixty to seventy percent capacity at most, probably. Um, yeah, but it's an eighty thousand for... seat stadium. Yeah, at least from what I could see, the front stretch looked at, like kind of barren in parts. I couldn't see the back stretch because that's obviously where we were sitting. Um, it was. Yeah. It's funny to hear all the people talking about like, well, Daytona was just like that with a bunch of empty seats. It's like, no. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. There's more people um, there than there were for a freaking Daytona club. Um. What else was there? Cypress Hill was uh, insane in the membranes. A good opener, and then everything else after that was like, all right. Uh, they they played a Rage Against the Machine song, so it was like, okay, you guys are kind of struggling. Wiz Khalifa, surprisingly good. Um, I'm not a huge oh, fan yeah. of Wiz Khalifa, but I was like, damn, all right, I'm kind of digging this. So tell you what, and I know that Matt's not a big rap guy. The fact that he was, the fact that you're pretty cool with, you were down with a Wiz Khalifa performance that rocks. Actually, that's pretty good. Yeah, it was it was more like, um, what am I trying to say? Like Wiz Khalifa, I think is kind of basic, uh, lyrically, but uh. As just like a jock jam, it's pretty good. Yeah, good something, something to get get a little hype too. You know? Yeah, I didn't expect black and yellow to go that hard. Uh, oh yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's so cool. So it was fun though. Um, also, during the Cypress Hill show, Danny Trejo was just there hanging out. They just like introduced him, and then that, they're like, "He's here, all right." <laughs> so, <laughs> um, did that's anything awesome. else go on? What was the reaction to driver intros? They were mixed because like, I don't. They were (laughs) bad. Yeah. Joel McHale is like fun. Like I get what he's going for, but I don't know if if he like connects with NASCAR fans because he like light roasts everybody. Um, Yeah, he needed to go back to community college. Yeah. So it was it was kind of weird. And he also (laughs) what was the team he called? Like it was front row sports is what he said. Yeah, he said front row sports. (laughs) <laughs> after the he, worst seats in yeah. you know or worst sight lines in nascar i'm like uh buddy yeah it's called the front row like row one it it definitely seemed like it was either his first draft material or like somebody was like oh shit joel McHale's doing driver interest we got to write him some jokes or whatever like scribbling him down to the last second so um they were allowed for the Hendrick guys and a uh, lot. So interesting thing. Uh, reception for Bubba Wallace, much better in Southern California than it is in Charlotte, as it turns out. Yeah, Weird, um, right? there were still a lot of cheers when he got wrecked at the end of the race. We'll get to that. But there was way more, way less booze than I was expecting. Um, and also Daniel Suarez 
uh, very unsurprisingly had tons of cheers also when we were there. So that's awesome. His um his team does a really good job of marketing him and like yeah. bringing you know awareness to his, to his background and his yeah. heritage and stuff. So. And then obviously you're in SoCal, which has a huge Latino population. So. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. No. It was a, it was a good time. The atmosphere was great. Um. Yeah. Beers were eighteen dollars, which is a little absurd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. I heard waters were like seven fifty. Yeah. That's <laughs> My not. Roommate. That's not anything crazy though. Yeah. yeah I just I like couldn't stadium remember. prices. Like... Yeah. Yeah. My my roommate left and he got like. I think he got like four cans of Modelo and like me a bottle of water. And he's like, guess how much this was? And I said, I like, it was like 60 bucks. It was $70. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Indy yeah. IndyCar race that I went to in Nashville was the same story. I got three waters and three Cokes and it was like around that much. Oh, my gosh. Ridiculous. I know like a water usually at like MIS or like IMS was like four or four fifty and then like kind of your pops and stuff and your your beers are like 11 12 or whatever but i always just bring a uh a br- it's either a crumpled up water bottle or i bring like a regular water bottle i'm like i have diabetes i need <laughs> this for my pills yeah Please. uh oh so we ended up we took the train to the stadium uh which was a mixed experience because like it was cool going into union station um very cool architecture and everything uh super cheap Ride there, wasn't too bad. Ride back, absolutely cramped. And we're sitting at the station in front of USC, where the stadium is. And this, I was going to say dude, I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, couldn't tell. Dude is a gender neutral term for me. This person, like, gets on and they're, like, standing in the way and they're blocking the door so it won't close. And the signal keeps going off, like, every 30 seconds. Like, the door is closing and then it doesn't close. And people are like, what's going on? And then they light up a cigarette in the train. And this dude sitting next to them is like, hey, uh, you're going to set off the smoke alarm and then we're going to be stuck here. Like, you got to put that out, man. And there's like this weird tense standoff. He's like, we'll get you another cigarette. It's fine. Just like, you know, we want to get a move on. I'm all for smoking and everything. And this guy, by the way, the person telling him to stop smoking was wearing a checkered suit jacket, a checkered T-shirt, checkered vans, a checkered do-rag and had checkered sunglasses hanging on his shirt. So I'm 99% sure he was coming from like a Mighty Mighty Boss Tones concert from Santa Monica. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this person they like reach out the door and they put their cigarette out and then they just get off the train. They got on lit up a cigarette, got told to stop and then left and didn't even go down a stop. <laughs> Fuck dude. <laughs> What the fuck? Dude? And then my roommate claimed that he's I didn't see it, but he said that he saw people doing other um, things that I probably shouldn't mention if I don't want to get us demonetized <laughs> so, on the train. That, I was just genuine. and in I the was bathroom. So You're all good. I was so confused. I, that You're was like good. genuine, real confusion. You're all good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was a trip. And then we were drive like we were driving back from the train station. Adam was like, let's just pay for parking next time. <laughs> so. Oh man! Yeah. Other than that, it was a good experience. Very fun time. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I've uh, it seemed like the reaction was that it's more of an event. Like it works well on TV. Don't get me wrong, but uh, it seems like one of those. And we talked about this last week. Bringing bringing races to and making them events is what NASCAR needs to do. Not necessarily bring them to city centers, which is the easier way to make them events, mm-hmm. but bringing events to places is what they want to do or what they should be doing to kind of grow the, the sport 
seemed like a good weekend to grow the sport. Heard there were a lot of USC students there, which uh, my assumption is the USC student population probably doesn't have have the largest uh, group of NASCAR fans in the world. So, yeah, you know. apparently it's like a student section, right? That's yeah, the, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Funnily enough, we, there is a lot of people with UCLA flags and people around us. Like when the the UC or USC band, like. I think they played the national anthem. Guys were yelling, go Bruins. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't even a college football game, and there was still a rivalry. Can't wait to um, invite them to the Big Ten. <laughs> also want to give a shout out. So uh, I've mentioned this before. There's another podcast that I'm a big fan of called Beef Boys. And one of the guys there lives in L.A. And it's a small podcast. And I like jokingly posted in the Discord. I'm like, oh, I'm in L.A. I'm looking for Doplex. And then one guy was like, oh, what are you down here for? And I was like, oh, I'm going to the NASCAR race. And he was like, oh, I didn't even know there was a NASCAR race. And then he tagged me like 20 minutes later. He's like, I just bought a ticket. And then <laughs> like posted later, he was like, I don't know what was happening, but it was pretty cool. So shout out to uh, Milky <laughs> Little Man on Discord for giving NASCAR a chance. So that's awesome. Yeah. We love that. That's that's really funny. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what was going on, but it was awesome. Yeah. That's like he, exactly what you want to hear, probably. He picked the Monster Energy car, so uh, unfortunately, there's another Ty Gibbs fan out there. But Damn. you know, that's oh, okay. Well. Hey, <laughs> hey there, there's Kyle Busch fans out there because he was the M&M's car for all those years. So you know, yeah, we'll smarten up eventually. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, uh, Clash was a great time in person. Good. So good. Good, good, we should good. probably talk about the actual race. Well, yeah, this is the Fake Racers <laughs> podcast. I'm Joe. That's Davey to my left and Matthew down below. Hello. Or if you were listening, Matthew was doing most of the talking there. Chronicling. Chronicling. Yeah. yeah. His experience in L.A. Davey still sounds a little funny. Davey's... What do I? Yeah, we're a little quiet. I don't know what it is. Uh, I could have... It may be some of the settings that I changed. That's okay. My other... I we don't have to go into it. We already had yeah. a whole cold, cold open. I bought a headset. Yeah. It was one hundred twenty dollars. It's the worst thing I've ever used in my entire life. You should take it back. Um, you should return it. I'm, I am going to, okay, but I need right. a I need a replacement before I do that. So I'm stuck with this for a little. Okay. Bit. I was gonna ask. It's got RGB on it, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Uh, is it a Steel Series? No, it's a Logitech. Oh, oh, oh. That's see, that's your problem. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, I don't know how to make it. Uh, yeah. I can, do you need me to be a little bit louder? No, I mean, it's okay. I mean, probably. Yeah, but those are like older ones, and they're pretty good. They're very... The microphone is so goddamn quiet on these, though. It's so annoying. The microphone (laughs) on this one, it sounds like I'm being haunted by a ghost at all times. It does. Like, there's echoes, and then if I... I mean, I could. Yeah, I think you should. I think at this point, you should. Now I'm curious. I haven't heard this yet. So, um... Now I don't do a lot of audio editing in the first place, so like this isn't this isn't anything new. Bad audio isn't anything new, but this bad of audio will be something new. Headphone um, so, users, this is your warning. This is your warning. Um, um you guys, is it on my other head microphone? It's the, Davey's talking and we can't hear him. He is still, still talking. Can't hear anything. He just said <laughs> what? <laughs> In typical Davy fashion, he's smiling, he's laughing. Maybe he's it just doesn't work now at all. <laughs> Is there like a mute switch anywhere? Oh, on now it? he just muted his headphones. He does not know what's happening. It's, it's literally nothing. So dead quiet. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. You don't got push talk on or anything, right? No. Okay. Folks, this is this is the content you get on the Fake Racers podcast. Better, or I mean, not better, worse podcasts wouldn't give you this content. Yeah. 
But we believe that you should see us at our best, and unfortunately, at times, at our worst. Dare I say, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't, <laughs> if you don't love me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> it's got to be that connector. It's it, there. Probably what happened. Yeah. Do, yeah. Have you tried to clean it with like isopropyl alcohol? Well, now I can't hear you at all. Oh, so. that's right. <laughs> The juxtaposition that we can't hear any of this extremely angry yelling. I feel like this will make a good short, but also it'll be like dead quiet. I'm gonna put like the I'm gonna put like the Charlie Brown noise in. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. I don't know. YouTube shorts are a thing. Oh, I can hear it. Oh, there it is. Oh, I heard something. Whoa! Whoa hey. Wow. Yeah. Sound... That's, that sounds awful. Decidedly worse, right? It's Check it out if I leave. So... Oh, it's no. me. My name's Davy. I'm not a ghost or anything. I wonder how it sounds now. <laughs> Does this sound really good? Uh, Can you still hear me? Yeah, oh, really? still Hold on. Let me walk a little bit further. Oh my god. The okay, other that... one. The other one could work Here across the house. All right, now and it's then... starting. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and now it's really bad, isn't it? I bet it's really good. It's happening. <laughs> it's gotten super robot and choppy. Oh my god. I feel like this is something I probably should cut, but I'm not going to. Yeah, no, this is really cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> we're coming back. With the good mic. We're, we're yeah. coming back. Well, we're going to get the good mic. Um, anyway, this is my brand new headset that I bought for $120. It sounds worse than the $80 one I bought two and a half years ago. So, um. What brand was the old one? Logitech. It's, oh. it's literally a model older. It, this is a G5 33. This is a G7 33. Huh. That's weird. And this one, the only thing that broke is like, if the, like this little mic arm, I got to get the other head microphone, but this little mic arm, if you push it up, it mutes it. And if you put it back down, it unmutes it. But now when I move it up, it's the forever mute and I no longer can speak. So oh. I had to restart the whole headset. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. Anyway, c go, coming back to a podcast near you is my good microphone. One second. Yeah. But uh, this is the Fake Racers podcast. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Hey. And we will never have a deal with Logitech to sponsor us, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> no, the hell we won't. I don't Logitech, your, your, your hardware sucks. Logitech, your, your, Joe, I'm sorry, get your notepad. Logitech, your goddamn motherfucking G-Hub is like the most useless thing in the world. Real. I sat here, and I, I played with it forever, and every time I messed with it, I'd be like, does this sound better? And all my friends would be like, it's the same. And like, I took a slider, and I moved it to the total opposite of where it was. I changed the whole thing and they just didn't they just didn't hear a difference. The G Hub is useless. I am literally begging G Hub to remember my wheel settings for once when I plug it in. Every single time I plug my my steering wheel in. Okay. Because I race an NR predominantly, I have it set to only 360 degrees of rotation. And every single time it's set to 360, but it's still 900, which means that <laughs> a, a full turn of the steering wheel is a quarter registered in it. So then I have to set it all the way back to 900 and then all the way back down to 360, and then it might work. And then I have to unplug it and close G-Hub and then plug it back in and open it up again, and then it'll probably work. Sometimes it takes like four or five of them. It's been, it's a brand new steering wheel and it's never worked right. <laughs> you said G920? I think so. I don't even, I don't even know at this point. I'm fair. not mad at it. <laughs> That's fair. 
I don't think I my my steering my Logitech wheel is just sitting in my closet collecting dust, and it's not because I don't use it; it's because I don't use it because I don't have time, not because I don't like it. <laughs> that was like yeah, one of my anyway. big purchases when I started JTN and we started like doing pretty well. It was like, oh, I can get myself a wheel so I can sim race and like you know get better and stuff. Because obviously, you need to buy a wheel to get better, or at least a better wheel. My old wheel tried to burn my house down, but that's a different story <laughs> for a different day. Oh yeah, do you remember wow, that? I forgot about that one. Yeah. Remember, I do remember that trip the trip had it like trip the fuse in the house all the lights went on oh my god it's <laughs> great um anyways uh so <laughs> uh yeah so it's just sitting in the closet right now collecting dust because i don't have time to use it and i should probably sell it but also it i feel like the moment i sell it it'll be the moment i need it <laughs> that's how things work it's real um, but uh moving on from clashing with uh Logitech products, I guess. Uh, crash and Logitech Clash. Clash at the Coliseum. Let's go. Crash and Clash. Truex takes home LA victory. Yeah. That's my headline. I, I didn't headline. really see that coming, I uh, if I was going to be honest. How did you know? He was fastest in practice. I didn't watch practice. so That's true. <laughs> I was yeah, in the car. I was driving for seven hours while practice was and, happening. You know, Toyota as a whole was dog last year, so... Yeah. Drex like, didn't I win totally last did year. I completely forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, Toyota was awful, especially at the Clash last year. Yeah. yeah. They have lost. Big turnaround, yeah. obviously. A lot of the Toyotas were decently quick. Denny Hamlin, uh, Bubba Wallace. Yeah. I they... think Ty, Ty Gibbs looked pretty quick as well over a long run. Um... This race, was, the main event was weird. Um, I mean, not weird, but like the, the weirdest thing I thought, that's Davy's ceiling. So Almirola got out front and just checked out immediately. Like that was probably the biggest lead anybody had all day. So weird. Um, and then he lost the lead and basically ran dead last for the rest of the race. Clean air. And it was I. <clears throat> I was convinced he had like a mechanical issue, and then I asked in Discord. I was like, "Is there anything going on with this car?" And everybody's like, "No, he's just slow." Um, yeah. <clears throat> apparently, they didn't realize weird. they were choosing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wondering was... about why he took the outside. It was so weird. He was so. wondering why he took the outside too. <laughs> he had um, no idea. And then you had like Hamlin is out front for a little bit, and then when he lost the lead, he just kind of hung around eleventh for the whole race. It seemed like. Unfortunately, um, cleaner still appears to be a thing for short tracks. Yeah. With the next, you gen. definitely saw the the kind of cream kind of rise to the top at the end. Like it really did feel like the the five cars who were all at the front, like obviously Truex, Priest. Bowman, Dylan, and Wallace were probably the five best cars there. Mm -hmm. And they were the five who were up front basically for the entire second half. I mean, uh, not like they could have went anywhere because we didn't really run a lot of green flag laps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think at the oh end of the God. day, um actually, you know, we'll get we'll get to the overall thoughts and opinions. This we'll I mean, this clash was better at racing, I feel oh, like I than last year, right? Very good. Yeah, I thought the racing yeah. was very good. It you know, it devolved a little bit a few times. I don't think there's any questions about that. Everyone knows. Everyone saw it. Um, but the actual racing was a lot better. The show was a bit better. Um, it's a shame it had to suffer as it did with, with cautions and whatnot. But Yeah, it took 45 minutes to complete 10 green flag laps. Pain. At one yeah. point. <laughs> Pain. I mean, yeah. I, it's just, it's it's so weird because, like, I don't know. It, it, it we had some positive momentum with the first half of the race right now a lot of cautions you know like ah oh, we're just chugging along you know 
Bubba's leading it going into half, which was, I was really, oh man, I was hoping for him to win. Let me tell you, that would have been funny. Um, but, uh, I don't know. It's just, it, it devolved in that second half, like you said. And yeah. That felt like they finally figured out, hey guys, let's stop doing this. And then it was like too late at that point. Actually have yep. any good racing, right? Because Truex had gotten the lead back at that point, and yeah, Truex outside of when before Priest had his his issues, which we'll touch on more. Like Truex was really the only guy I saw who consistently checked out as soon as they restarted. Yeah, like, I think he was far and away the best car in the field by that point. Yeah, um, it was a shame to see. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. You're you're good. It was a shame. Obviously, I'm a Ryan Priest fan. It was a shame to see that kind of come to an end with like a some some sort of fuel faulty pump. thing going on fuel pump yeah 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 it was funny so with i think it was around the halfway break i was saying to my roommate who i was there with and i was like kind of obviously me being a bowman fan and he's hanging around like eighth there and i was like if i'm him i'm just gonna like latch on to priest's back bumper and just go wherever he goes because he's going to the front and then sure enough they were one two at the end of that race <laughs> until like 30 to go and like there was multiple restarts where they both just took the outside and priest would find a gap and then Bowman would just kind of follow him in there and the two of them just picked their way right to the front. So, and and they touched on this a lot in the booth, but that's Ryan priest's bull ring. You know, yeah. Experience coming in. You, you saw like he didn't make a lot. He didn't, a lot of drivers when they pass someone, they just kind of hit the hell out of them. Ryan priest didn't really, I mean, he doored people, but he didn't run into the back of anyone really as hard as a lot of some other, those other guys were doing. And he was moving through the field just fine, and and you know, booth, even made that a spot on. He was making moves on the outside too, like on yep. he had a couple times. Yeah, yeah. So. Him and yeah, that... him and Kyle were the, the only two that I, re- I think made moves on the outside pretty like successfully. Yeah, sustained. Pretty much. Unsurprising, it's people who, you know, race like Kyle Busch races a lot of stuff. So like yeah. he has really good race craft. Ryan Priest bull rings really good race craft, tight knit stuff, you know. Yeah. No surprise. So I mean, Priest's run is impressive, right? I you know, you don't want to go as far as saying this kind of this race validates you know, taking Cole Custer out of the car and putting Priest in it. There's it's a lot a of other start, stuff. Though. There's a lot of <laughs> other stuff there at play too. They new crew chief yeah. with Chad Johnston returning to Stuart Haas Racing, which I think is a bigger story than people will realize. With Mike Shiplett, often like the nexus of NASCAR <sighs> stuff or some some competition yeah. role at SHR, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but you got to feel pretty confident that hey, we came to our drivers, one of our drivers' stronger tracks that we expect him to be good at, and we performed very well. And he was as good as we thought he was going to be. Yep. Like, yeah, it doesn't necessarily validate the move just yet, but also Cole Custer wouldn't have done that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, Cole um, Custer did run good at Martinsville last year. And his job was still <laughs> felt like it was on the line at that point. Yeah. Where else did he run good, Joe? Um, Name like three, if you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, you got me there, man. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know if it caught <laughs> I don't on think TV. it's as much Ty- his fault as people like, giving him crap. <laughs> no, there, but, I, I, I yeah. agree. I've said as much before. Yeah. I agree. Okay. okay. I just want to make sure I, we're I, clear. I don't know if it showed on TV at all, but Tyler Reddick was a goddamn wrecking ball in that last restart. Oh, yeah. I don't... <laughs> Dude, he just... <laughs> no Fs given. I'm fine. I'm finding every single inch down here on the curbs. <laughs> and I'm I'm finding a gap, and I'm shoving my car into it, and I don't really care what happens. 
Shout out so to crazy. the Fox booth too. I think it was Clint Boyer. He like immediately Ross Chastain put one tire wrong and he jumped on Ross Chastain <laughs> for being like some dirty wrecking. And I'm like, brother, that like I don't know if you saw that that piece that they did for the the westling for the Friday Night Smackdown because that's also on Fox. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh, but, I like, saw some. They parts were like on opposite sides of whatever beef was going on, and it's like Clint. That was a that was a work. That was you know that it was, was a bit. Was, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's, not... it's okay. We don't have to carry that over to the NASCAR. You already got enough people uh, complaining about sports entertainment versus sport. Um, oh my gosh! I just I wanted to mention that. But Bubba Wallace, yeah. really strong yeah. run. Had a great run. I don't think I don't know if he was the best car because it was like I was saying when he got out front, he wasn't able to kind of check out when he had the lead, but definitely he's able to stay there, though. Yeah, Yeah. definitely one of the better cars there. Yeah, another big story is uh, those those many run in. Well, that one long run in with Austin Dillon (laughs) took like three laps for that to to develop. (laughs) I was like, dude, they are dogging each other and as soon as Bubba got in front I was like yeah here we go He's gonna dump was, here we go yeah I just I do not like that because I'm assuming you guys are in the same boat like what they were doing comes with the territory of where they're racing mm-hmm. yeah you know that's it's it just it doesn't set a good example for short track racing in general um, which you know we've talked to plenty of times about that about respect and blah 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 blah. And I saw a lot of people talking about respect coming out of this race and oh everyone drove with no respect. Well, the exhibition of the race is the first yeah. thing you can throw out there. But moves like what Dylan did at the end are the ones that kind of not as much as the bumping people out of the way first chance you get. I don't care. It tracks hard to pass on enough already. Mm-hmm. But yeah, something that uh, some of the DBC guys brought up and I, I very much agree is like you know Bubba Wallace when he was roughing up Dylan. Austin Dillon still made it around the other side of the corner. Bubba Wallace did not. Yep. Yeah. You know, that's kind of where the line, in my opinion, gets drawn is like Austin Dillon got shoved so hard that he could not make the corner. Yeah. And that is, uh, I think that's, that's kind of like the, that's the hard stop for me as far as a track like this goes, you know, people yeah. throwing a hissy fit over, uh, Bubba, I think Bubba was the one that they were really talking about, but I know Denny Hamlin's got a podcast too. And apparently he was talking about, Headaches and stuff. I guess car- carbon monoxide's one thing. Yeah, a lot like of drivers. A lot of drivers. That was weird. Coming out of the car, gassed out, and and apparently it's a pretty decent consensus. That, like those 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 like b- rear bumper checks, like the way they're hitting each other in the corners, like they they still hurt. Yeah. Uh, which I'm yeah. not surprised if I'm being honest. So like the way material, like something like metal works, is. <laughs> Do, do you Go want ahead. me to do this? Yeah. Okay. So any any material you have what what we call Oh crap, I'm missing it. I'm sick. So but a stress strain curve looks like this, all right? Yeah. Right. Um I don't know. Nope. For the camera. There's like an it's initial opposite bit of whatever of I'm showing on the camera. That you have to you get start yeah. right, you can get and then once you get to like this top this point here before you get into the curve then you enter your area of your region of ductility or plasticity to where the material can like bend and blah, 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 blah. And before you reach there, it's kind of like, okay, if it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's going to keep its shape, but it can, it can take that force and keep its shape. What my assumption is, is we're not getting to this point where the materials can bend. And then it's just force transfer the driver. Um, so I have a feeling when you see these rear impacts, the car is going to be a lot better. 
it's gonna handle that it'll, it'll crumple like they're they made a very very good change a lot of good changes to the way the chassis is um it'll crumple with those bigger hits but with little hits like that where you know it's not little by any means but where the, where the force isn't as much as bad as it would be backing it into the wall it, it's like right. it's probably if it, if it's not enough to crumple it, it will hurt more. Yeah, than if it because you're still hard. transferring all that energy. Right, I hear yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So I don't know, makes me angry. <laughs> Is it? That yeah, turns it... into a materials problem, and at that point, when it's a materials problem, there's not a lot you can do besides build all new chassis and new materials for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and and you can tell that there's no give in the body panels, which I feel like that was where the with the old car where the kind of you know low impact cushion kind of came from you know rather than the whole frame bending up your rear bumper just kind of popped in so i mean another thing that you can do to like help a driver is make sure they're in their seat like they're tight in their seat where they're almost an extension of the car at that point yeah but then you're getting into driver comfort and it's probably not gonna be comfortable to be like they're like a rigid plank yeah for three four hours i mean people don't already like sitting in a car for three or four hours so yeah. Um yeah. yeah. Um if we go back to the heats, RFK continues their woes. Oh my god. Not a single RFK car. Dude, they were so that bad. Is, that is crazy. That's really crazy. Um Brad's comments were when they got to the end of the LCQ, they were where they should have been at the start of practice the day before. So that was uh fun to hear. Um He got outrun by Corey LaJoy. Like and LaJoy was slow. It was bad. They beat BJ McLeod though. <laughs> they did. They beat the wear car. Dude, the wear cars were awful. Yeah, but the wear cars are in an alliance with them now. <laughs> so is it uh, does it count? I'm pretty that's, sure JJ Yaley got lapped worse. twice before anybody else got lapped once in his LCQ. Yeah. Like that's how bad it was. <laughs> um it was it was that's bad. Insane. Yeah. I don't know what to what to think right now. A little frustrated it's, and it's so weird because that's not indicative of where they were at the end of last season no no and that's the mm -hmm. thing like brad was running better towards the end of last year i think martinsville he had a good run phoenix they were good which is chris busher won yeah Mar oh, martinsville yeah. he was like p2 until he got dq'd so i think he's like second or third oh that's right he did get dq'd from that race that's yeah, awesome yeah. oh that's wonderful <laughs> i completely forgot about that wow all right well yeah, and like like Brad was almost on the pace, like like he was getting outrun by Corey LaJoy, but LaJoy was kind of hanging onto the back of the pack. Busher was just Busher was bad, bad. He was so bad. I didn't know if he had like wrecked in his heat or something because I missed the first heat. Um, but no, he, he was just awful in the in the second LCQ. He he had about like three laps where he was up inside the top five, and then just he got smoked in his heat, nice. and then yeah. If if we had like oh, an award for um, stealing a name from an old podcast that I used to listen to, like reject of the race, RFK would have taken it hundred percent. Maybe I'll have to workshop that. You can't, they you were... can't. If you go out there and you're you're trying to be a, you know, you're trying to get back to being one of the big boys, which yeah. is you know like what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. You can't not make the race for a second consecutive year because yeah. they didn't you make it last in... year. You can't be an A organization and not make it into the main. Not have one car. Like if you if you also, miss one, whatever. But Ken Block was from Long Beach. Could have run the tribute scheme. That's probably worth like five extra horsepower. So at least, 
Yeah. Although it would have been more embarrassing if they DNQ'd with Ken. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, uh, mm. yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was bad. (laughs) But yeah, like, I mean, Legacy got both of their cars in, Front Row got both of their cars in. Um, I feel like, I think we can start having the conversation about RCR being a solid B organization, so they're probably not fair to put in that category. I was pleasantly yeah. surprised by how good Kyle was. Um, really? A little bit, yeah. I, I didn't really expect too much at the start, especially. I was I was pretty measured in my expectations. Um, but I, I, like, I expected them to be competing. I didn't okay. expect that. I mean, competing for a win? You expect them to be second and third. No, yeah. correct, correct. It was I was not expecting, you know, them in the conversation for taking home the gold medal, as I f- it were. <laughs> I feel like Kyle Busch, and I think part of the reason, you know, cause the story is Austin Dillon was the one that vouched for getting Kyle into the eight and all that. Mm. I feel like Kyle Busch can get Austin Dillon to his like max potential as a right. teammate. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, whether it just be, hey, that other guy across the shop, listen, everyone thinks he's a heck of a lot better than you. Or, you know, Kyle's been in a mentorship role with a lot of young drivers through KBM and Toyota's development over the years. I feel like Kyle can finally get Austin up to that level that, you know, he kind of showed when he won his Xfinity title, when he won his truck title. Um... Mm-hmm. And definitely like more because we've seen you see like flashes of it occasionally, like when he made the playoffs a couple years ago and then it was like third place, second place, fifth place, like to start off. Yeah. Like if he can start doing that more consistently, then like they can definitely be contenders. Yes. Yeah. And there there is a level of knowledge that comes from being inside an organization like Joe Gibbs where like you just kind of know when things are right. Yeah, like there's there's just that you kind of have that sense and it, it doesn't really match with the cars anymore because the cars are all new, but you still kind of have that within an organization, within a team like this is this feels right. This is what works. This is what doesn't. And I'm I'm sure that Kyle is bringing some of that organization, some of some of those ideas with him without a doubt. Also, didn't expect to. Uh, I found myself rooting for Kyle pretty heavily in that race. <laughs> I think I might be a Kyle Busch fan now that he's at RCR, and I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> good. Seeing the car oh, on God. track made me feel pretty good. I know a lot of people don't like the new font and stuff. I, I thought it looked good on track. I, good. I was going to say, it, it when I first saw it, I was like, that's all right. It looked, there's some kind of funky things, but just like on track, I mean, being there in the stands, you could spot it. Yeah. Like, from a mile away, basically. People complain about the Penske scallops and uni- the uniformity of Team Penske, and then they'll complain also about Kyle Busch having a different number font than all the other RCR cars. So can't win. Can't win. Uh, Kyle Busch blame, also talked. Blame to- Teresa for that one. So. Well, <laughs> Kyle Busch also <laughs> talked about uh, Joey Logano being two faced because they were up there in the booth together t- during one of the heats. <laughs> Joey Logano in typical Joey Logano fashion, apparently uh, in an interview today, admitted it. He was like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. I am. I still actually haven't seen a replay of that. Ky- uh, it, was, it was a post-race quote uh, from Kyle. Yeah, yeah I yeah. saw the quote. I, I mean, the the him getting spun out. So. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, Joey, Joey ran him over. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever. He Joey doesn't care. And Joey, Joey knows care. that he doesn't care. And Joey yeah. knows that that probably pisses him off. Yeah. I it's, think the thing about that is Joey that Kyle and Joey are like the same person. Yeah. 
and they just don't realize it. Yeah, no. they're, they're... They, maybe they do, but they just they still call each other an asshole, and it's great. Like they they're have like different two sides of the same coin. Yeah, so like they're both the villains. The difference is Kyle Busch embraces it, while Joey Logano is like a pest. Yeah, like that's uh, the difference. I think Joey Logano is like the the rich guy in the movie that doesn't realize he's like the bully. And Kyle's like your stereotypical, okay, I'm going to pull your underwear over your head and yeah. steal your lunch money, bully. <laughs> right? And also, screw this guy who's the same as me. Screw yeah. this yeah. guy. And like, fair enough, man. You know, they both have their own ways of embracing it. Joey Logano embraces it and he's like, yeah, sometimes I'm kind of a butthole. He d- well, <laughs> oh, well, Joey Logano's defense is always, well, when I get behind the wheel of the race car, I'm a different person. Which- I it- which, at its what foundation, a, is the, like, BS race car driver speak that we always talk about macho, not liking. Yeah, yeah the full oh, macho, I'm, like, I'm... race car dude. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and But it, to be fair with Joey Logano, it actually tracks because he's a massive dweeb dorkazoid. So, oh, yeah. Like, you, I mean, you hear it, it when he calls these races, sense. right? Like, oh, yeah. He's such a massive little dork. And, like, that just makes sense. I think I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but when there was that thing in the race for the championship show where he got a call where his wife's contact yeah. name was my hot ass wife. And it has the same energy as that ninja tweet where he was like, my braless wife brought me a sandwich not asked for while I was playing League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of that a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's very much like that. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm watching it right now. Oh, yeah. He just. He just dumped him. Yeah, there was no. Co- he just didn't turn. <laughs> um, <laughs> he just took him out. <laughs> and again, like, yeah, there's some validity to being like, well, Kyle, you do the same thing, but yeah. I feel like Kyle isn't two faced. Like, he's at least, like you said, he's honest about what he is. You got, you have a very good idea of where Kyle Bush stands with you. Kyle yeah. Bush, there are no question marks. Kyle Bush will be a jerk to your face and not care. Yeah. Now it might not be like in a, you know mean way but he'll be a jerk mm. to your face like it was funny they did the like they had the nascar press pass saturday and i was i was watching the interviews because i was bored and i didn't have anything else to do and um they had kyle austin dillon and ross chastain as a threesome on the stage together like, oh my god it was like wonderful. A... they had brad and kevin harvick together did not expect that one it was weird okay. Are they asking for like awkward interactions? I don't know. They put Bubba just... and Tyler Reddick together. That one made I mean, sense. Yeah, it makes so. sense. Yeah, that one's good. I think they um, had all the also... pesky guys together too. <laughs> I just remember, I forgot about this. Uh, Runner-up for reject of the race, uh, Front Row Motorsports. A for, or actually, uh, NASCAR gets a, a, sp- a special honorable mention for this when Todd Gilliland got spun out and then they just didn't throw a caution until the last second while he was sitting in the middle of the track and like everybody in the crowd was like he's in a bright red car like it's not like you can't see him and so and then he almost got plowed by Bubba and then both of their cars ran out of gas (laughs) so did you hear like the story behind that Uh, didn't they like forget to fuel up no they didn't forget they were told they couldn't fuel up after the LCQ that what yeah that's weird. Yeah. And they like missed it by a lot. Oh, they yeah. Were, like 30 laps short. Yeah. That is bizarre. Were they the only ones who? Yes. Okay, that's weird. I think because I know Cindric parked, but I think he was involved in something. He yeah, he slow. got wrecked. Um, Ch- uh, yeah, because he got wrecked in. I was going to say, what did Austin Cindric even do? 
He, I, dude, he, he took the provisional. Invisible. I mean, all the Penske cars were just invisible. Yeah. Um, Blaney got involved in a wreck early, and ha- I think he had to go through the LCQ as well. Um, I can't remember. And then, or no, he just like fin- he got the last transfer spot. That's what it was. Yeah, he was towards the back, but yeah. It was all three Penske cars. I mean, Cindric got the provisional and was got wrecked early. Blaney got wrecked early, and then Chase Elliott's race was over when he got punted by Stenhouse because then he had to go through the LCQ, which means then he had to start dead last basically in the awesome. main event. And then he got wrecked immediately, and it was he basically awesome. just spent 150 laps, two laps down. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Loved every second of it. Yeah, and really the only notable thing was that Penske did, like we mentioned, it was Logano just flat out dumping Kyle Busch. <laughs> so sometimes it's okay to for people not to realize you're there, you know. So yeah. it's, sometimes that's okay. Like Noah Gregson, yeah. it was okay that no one realized he was in the yeah. race, but he made the he race. Had a, he had a yep. very quietly solid race. Did he end up finishing top ten? Uh, fourteenth. Okay. Well, hey, so, respectable. That's fifth. so respectable. Yeah. Honestly, Pretty sure he Briscoe... finished ahead of Ty Gibbs. So. Yeah, Briscoe and Priest were really the only Fords that showed any speed. Which SHR was really good on the flat tracks, as yeah. they typically are. So. Mm-hmm. Harvick was some real butt for the entire. Harvick event. isn't good at flat tracks, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> Almarola, for some reason, just fell off a cliff as soon as he lost the lead. A dirty air. Um, so I, I feel like I've gotten a good gauge of our overall thoughts and opinions. We talked about this last week, this event moving. Um, you know, we're, we're going to talk about Auto Club here in a second, but um, talks about this being an event that becomes a points race. I don't I'm not in favor of that, per se. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I don't know if you necessarily need to go there if you can't have a race at Auto Club, if you want to move the clash around. I don't know if you need a points race there um, in that market necessarily. So mm-hmm. but uh, I. Honestly, I thought it was another success. It, yeah, everyone there had a fun it's time. Fun. You're able to get a different market of people. It's an exhibition race. Wish it paid more. Probably should pay more to go all the way out to California from North Carolina. But yeah, yeah, that's like the only drawback, in my opinion, that they go all the way out to L.A. and yeah, money. So it was fun though. It was a really good race. I enjoyed it. So yeah, I mean, uh, once again unbelievably cool event the imagery was second to none um really cool that it ended a night it looked really awesome uh a success by by the time the race by the time main rolled around like the stands kind of filled out a little bit more too so you know there's like a lot of concerns in the heat races just like there were last year um you know yeah what do you good. mean the people the people aren't going to show up before the concert that they're coming there for in the first place Probably well, not. so I heard so we were talking to the dude on the train on the way there or on the way back, and he was talking about how they they list the start time as five. Yeah. Uh, or I should say I five say, Pacific. Yeah. Which is the main three hours. Yeah. They they basically like a lot of people who went there didn't know the heat races started at two. So they just like showed up and they were over because they can't list because if they start listing it at five, then you're going to have people saying, well, they said the race was going to start at five and this is not the race. Yeah, these are heats. It, it's yeah. just weird. Like, a, there's a lot of lose. there's a yeah, a lot of people who basically found out midway through heat two. They're like, wait, it started. So because the other thing is too, non racing fans aren't going to understand when you say, oh, heat races start at five. Yeah, that, yeah. that, that makes that, that means nothing to them. Yeah. 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 So it's a racing starts issue. at five and 
And plus, there's a level there's a level of excitement that comes like you arrive and there's ra- you can hear race cars on the other side of like where you you know yes yeah there's yes. a level of excitement to that and I think that's cool I think I, as much as I understand like I it would be nice if they marketed it like hey come to the heat races but I understand why they don't you know because heat races means nothing to Joe yeah. Schmo not to Wansky out on the street you know. Yep. Yeah, but uh, I think if you're gonna move the event, you move it to another place where there's at least a college nearby, and you go from there. I really do. I think that's that's that the doesn't get talked about really, enough. Really resonates with, like that. That makes a lot of sense. That does that not get talked about enough. Than, that it's. It makes a lot more sense than just like region, like everyone's, market. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, LA, yeah. it's LA, so it's a big, it's our biggest market. Blah 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 blah. blah. It's like, yeah, but. You're bringing a race to college kids. I'm assuming it, college kids get a discount for NASCAR races now. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, wish that right. was like that a couple of years ago. Anyways, <laughs> um, hey, my my student ID is good through 2025. Use it go. if we can. Yeah. But um, if if you can't take it back to LA next year, or you don't want to take it back to LA, and you want to move it around, find another college town with a stadium big enough that you can run this, and that's what you do. That's the formula. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of really good college football stadiums. There's a lot of good just professional sports stadiums where you could probably figure something out. Yeah. Um. With that being said, they you know the talk of the talk of the town is Auto Club's not on the schedule next year, while it mm. undergoes its reconstruction, and people don't like that. Boo. Um. Boo. Again, land is valuable. Unfortunate. Yeah. Um. And at least it's NASCAR selling the land and not someone coming in and buying the track to put up uh, housing. At least yeah. NASCAR's going to get the money and hopefully they use it to invest in the track. We'll see if they do. <laughs> um, <laughs> that didn't look like a confident face. It's not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, talking about discussing <laughs> an event at the Coliseum, I don't think that'll work. No, points paying event will not work. No. And like, where would you go? You know, like maybe you people want to go to Kern, Kern County or Irwindale and it's like, uh, Irwindale maybe. Irwindale maybe, maybe Irwindale. I just like what's what's like what's around Irwindale. I don't even know where Irwindale is geographically. So. It's it's basically right in L.A. Um, it's in that area. Yeah, it's, it so, would be considered in that market. Yeah, Los right. Angeles is like forty cities all crammed together. Yeah, so like right. L.A. is the central part. So Covina, which is where we were staying, is eastern part of it, up near the mountains. And so Irwindale's kind of in the middle there. So. Right. And, and like, I I see some legitimacy to the Irwindale stuff, but I also, you know, it's a short track. There's always going to be question marks about oh, yeah. what, can, what can it hold? Can it yeah. handle an event like that? Especially a points-paying event that's way different than The Clash. Um, the Clash had a venue that's used to having 40, 50, 60,000 people. Yeah. Exactly. I exactly. will say with this a, with a track that's basically a Hollywood film lot. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time. I was going to say this about Irwindale is it's basically in an empty dirt lot. So there's yeah. room to build amenities around it, but you know, it would have to be You mean put up tents. Yeah. Well, I mean just like so you have you have your parking no, lot I, I'm and just it... I'm just I'm joking. Oh. Yeah. yeah I but mean, like there would be some investment, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there would have to definitely be a lot of investment to get it up to standard. But then you're not promised yeah. another race, so it's kind of like, uh, you know, why would yeah. you invest it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like like what what place one or two to willingly hold a one-time event? Rockingham Street Race. Um 
Rockingham. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm I was going to say, maybe if the, uh, yeah, like the Rockingham and North Wilkesboro projects go well, then maybe it'll spark other state governments and, and NASCAR to be like, hey, let's, you know, get these smaller tracks up to spec. But we'll see. So bring them to Long Beach. That would be pretty sweet. They would too. never do that. I know they wouldn't, but I want them. Could to. you imagine a combo NASCAR IndyCar Long Beach weekend? Because th- that's all you'd have to do. You just move the race back a couple weeks and shuffle the schedule, and travel isn't yep. an issue. Yep. So imagine how freaking cool that would be. Oh, you're still taking God. a race off the schedule, a road course off the schedule, then, right? Um, so I feel like you can't add another road course. We're at what six? Nah, screw it. Go to Sonoma anyway. Move it to uh, the spring or something. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Green Sonoma. Yeah. Two Sonoma races. I just want Sonoma to not be Stop 108 that. degrees. <laughs> Don't, no. <laughs> not bad. two Sonoma races. Run it backwards the second time. Yep. <laughs> run run the carousel one time and run the short course yeah. the other. That no, sounds it, like my worst nightmare. They should run it the is. carousel as a joker lap. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I actually like that. Sell, sell, Great sell. Clash idea. There you go. You, you figured yeah. it out. Next to Clash. I honestly, with the way, with some of the crazy stuff NASCAR has been, like, if, if, to be fair, I brought up NASCAR at Long Beach. Um, imagine three years ago, four years ago, I say NASCAR is going to build a track in the LA Coliseum and they're going to race a short track there for two years as the Clash. That's going to be the new clash. It's going to be held at the beginning of February in the LA Coliseum on a purpose-built racetrack inside of it. Also, we're running the Daytona Road Course and North Wilkesboro's back. <laughs> yeah, you would uh, you would probably have the same reaction I have now to like the Long Beach thing. Okay, that's cool, but like, what are you talking yeah. about, you idiot? Well, how did you find I, my my fictional in our 2003 schedule? I'm just saying, <laughs> in some conference room, that conversation will happen this year, whether yeah. it comes to fruition or not probably not but i it's gonna happen i want it so bad anyway enough about my pipe dreams it can yeah. happen it can happen i'm praying um but nobody wants to mile auto club to go away i think that's probably pretty uniform put on a good race yeah, last year with the I, next gen we've, car we've we've beat this damn horse to death too about it it's like, it's gonna go <laughs> no away no one wants it gone it deal just with sucks. it the short the track was an absolute slapper but short track's probably gonna be here. pretty good i i think I hope, but hey, check it out. We can build a two miler uh, somewhere out in the northeast or the northwest. So yeah, they won't do it. But or invest in, up, and go to Michigan twice, please. Just pick up Auto Club and like put it in Seattle and invest in MIS. Invest, or go to Michigan once. Invest in MIS, please. I'm all I am asking <laughs> is for the awnings on the concession stands to be younger than me. I just want working <laughs> bathrooms, please. I, Yo, come yes. To Daytona. Yes. Please, I want the bathrooms to work. I don't want the water yeah. to smell like eggs. Joe, come to Daytona. We'll take care of you. We'll show you what a racetrack's actually like now. I'm thinking about it. Thinking about August. Obviously, if you come in August, I'll go. Yeah. Deadass. If you come in August, I'll go. I'll think about no it. No place to stay. Huh? I'll fly right to. I'll fly. I'll fly right to you too. Hell yeah! You can fly to the uh, the little grass airport out there. Like oh, that's my house. Yeah, like a little, little five, like five minutes away from my house, a little grass airport. There's a lot of airports on the, like, up that side of the the state. I don't know if you've ever looked at that, but there's like airports every like ten miles. It's great. Yeah, 
if you if you fly into Fernandina for whatever reason, which you probably will not, but if you did, I could pick you up after work. I would just have to be like, "Hey, Joe, I'm a I'm a three minute walk away. Come on over. <laughs> Here's my location." <laughs> it wouldn't be no picking up. You would just you would see my workplace as you landed. Yeah. Um. Speaking of picking up, Kevin Harvick's gonna pick up a microphone officially Ew. next year. I think I felt like for some reason I felt like that was announced. <laughs> it was like announced like Adam Stern announced. Yeah. But yeah, not like yeah. official. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a good move, right? You need someone to help balance Clint Boyer. That's pretty evident at this point. Kevin Harvick is not afraid to tell him to shut up. Kevin Harvick, <laughs> I feel that, like I him. Kevin Harvick's the heir to Mike Joy, I feel like, too. I don't know if that gets enough because he does really good in play by play. Ooh. For the drivers only broadcast, and I feel like he could he could do it. I know there'll be a lot of uh, you know, sports broadcasters angry with that statement. Which okay, um, it, I mean, I mean, obviously it's a confidence thing too. Kevin Harvick hasn't been in the booth that much. Yeah, Mike yeah. Joy is one of the most experienced play-by-play announcers in the entire. You're not sport getting Alan racing. Bestwick back, folks. Like this, I it's a pipe I can dream. Guys. Damn it. <laughs> we don't even know if he'll be back for SRX at this point. Like we, we don't Stop know that, though. Not that just, one. That one I just I cannot hear. It's on ESPN. I, I'm I'm getting ready for Steve Levy and Sean McDonough, man. That's what I'm getting ready for. <laughs> I'm Joe Buck. Welcome to SRX. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> Joe Buck, Joe Buck, and I don't know Connor Daly doing a broadcast oh together? <laughs> I just I just want Ralph Shaheen back. I know he retired, but I need him back. I need to hear him scream while Supercross happens again. <laughs> such a, his voice is like I, I oh, it's gonna be Vince Welch. Voice. So oh. stop that. It will because he he has his ties with ESPN. He's not at Fox anymore. It's gonna be Vince Welch. Oh my god. No. Dude, I was so pumped when Ralph Shaheen got to do those cup races in 2009. I was so mad they didn't keep him on because I love Ralph Shaheen. Ralph Shaheen! Oh my god, it's going <laughs> to be Vince such Welch. A voice. I don't know. Yeah. I, just, I just hear it in my head every time I, every time you say his name. Joe's having a, Joe's <laughs> having a crisis about like... Vince Welch. <laughs> Vince Welch is going to single-handedly kill Joe's him. Over... The worst part Joe's is over here like bad. It's not that he's bad. It's just he shouldn't be doing play-by-play. No, you're Joe's right. over here he's like, oh, God, we're going we're gonna to get Tom Brady in the NASCAR booth next year. <laughs> I mean, we already, we already had that Tommy, with Jeff Gordon. Tommy would jump off of a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> we already had that with Jeff Gordon. We, had, oh we already had God. our Tom Brady in the booth. It was yeah. horrendous. <laughs> That's true. Seriously, yeah. I think Jeff, and people people just were blaming DW. They were just like, "No, it's Daryl's fault." And I'm like, "No, it ain't." Nope. <laughs> Jeff Gordon came up there, and guess what? Booth got weird. Yeah. Like literally, God, when he did, I think he did Atlanta years. last year. It was it was weird. <laughs> like he did better than he did. And I think that was just because you weren't like he wasn't doing it every week, so you weren't like sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Jeff Gordon, I don't like listening to him speak. He just, well, he's kind of weird, right? Well, Jeff that Gordon's was so that weird. was always the thing. If you go back and read stuff about like when Jeff Gordon first got to Cup and like why he rubbed so many people the wrong way, it's because he was like so soft spoken. Yeah. Like that was the term I've, I I heard used to describe him all mm-hmm. the time back in the day was how soft spoken he was, and that's not a very good trait if you're in the booth. Again, no. Jimmy Johnson is the evolution of Jeff Gordon. A little bit, yeah. I can see I that. Put that I didn't, in your I didn't, think tank. I... Because Jimmy Johnson's still very soft-spoken, but he's entertaining. Yeah. 
and good because he did really good <laughs> announcing by the way um I, yeah I, I, like this is not my bias showing i like jimmy in the booth when he was in the booth it was quite good i think i think if he had like the confidence to it, it was almost like he didn't know that he was about to commentate on a race i'm pretty sure but, he did like, honestly i don't <laughs> think like, any of those he, guys he still kind of did it he still kind of like went with it you know they had him on the little uh like the hit pieces like they had him at the desk there between the between the heats or the lcq or between the 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 pre prelims in the main or whatever it was and yeah that's great uh Jimmy John he announced too during that that he's gonna run the Chicago Street Course which should that seemed pretty obvious right like that's awesome yep that event has a, a Jimmy Johnson written all over it that's right Dave he wants to go but I don't know if he wants to pay two hundred and sixty nine dollars for a general admission ticket oh I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that you're so right actually how'd you know I uh. <laughs> I'm very upset with the whole NASCAR Chicago thing and how expensive it is. And also people not realizing what's baked into the price. Because there's like three pretty good concerts too. Which again, it goes back to this event thing. And the reason why I'm not going is the event thing isn't necessarily for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I I went to the Indy 500. I, didn't get, I got nowhere close to the snake pit. That is not me. Right? I want to see Joe in the snake pit. I want to bring Joe to the snake pit. <laughs> Joe just going if you buy the ticket, I'll go because then I'll be at the Indy 500. But I, I ain't buying myself a ticket. <laughs> Joe's just, Joe is like off his ass listening to EDM in the snake pit at Indy. Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys every year, every I don't I hate I'm sorry I'm going on too many tangents. I'm I'm too tired to go on tangents. But every year, the um Indy 500 pictures Twitter account comes back alive for the 8500 and it's just a bunch of pictures of the aftermath of the snake pit and the grandstands and it's like drunk people just absolutely gone in various positions that they should not be in like it's like it's like a week of just photo dumps and it's the greatest twitter account to ever exist i love it you have to go to the 8500 if you get the opportunity just saying but uh chicago street course if it's an event that's fine i don't care about the ticket price it's not for me whatever Someone will pay it, and that's yeah. okay. And that and, and people need to realize that's okay, because guess what? There's 35 other races. Does it suck yeah. for the people in Wisconsin and Illinois and Iowa and those Minnesota that <laughs> don't get their race at Road America that they liked? Yes, it sucks. But guess what? Yeah, Road America shouldn't have that race in the first place. Should have been at Michigan. Anyways, um, <laughs> we're gonna. I just want to say that Joe's remarks do not represent no, that they don't. of the Fake Versus podcast. I I'm I'm still race. mad that they took a race away from my track. Let me tell you, still mad. Just that like, I, Daytona's rivalry, fine. Just rearing its head again. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with Daytona. Everyone likes Daytona. You guys want to go to Sonoma and just be on fire the whole time? <laughs> Drink wine and be on fire. Yeah, they really yeah. need to move that. They, that should be the road course in the playoffs. Is Sonoma. They ran out of water in 2017, by they, the way. That is dreadful. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I drank so many cans of free monster. You don't understand. I needed sustenance. <laughs> Man, I miss when energy drinks sponsored the sport more. Yeah. Like, like not just monster. All them free energy drink cans were something. Yeah. Crazy Party is so. the biggest energy drink sponsorship. That company ain't even around anymore. That brand isn't, at least. Mm-hmm. Wait, which? Oh, uh, Amp. Amp Energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was um, thinking, I was like, "What energy?" It is just it's up? it's it's like Mountain Dew Amp, and it's like yeah, it's like hey, it's Amp, but it's Mount we- Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew, Mountain everybody. Dew. It tastes yeah. like Amp if you remember that, you idiot. But it's Mountain, it's Mountain Dew. Mountain so. Dew. No. 
Yeah, that's what like starry. By the way, it tastes really good. I love amp. It's a shame. It's gone. Um, Kyle Bush got arrested in Mexico. <laughs> I thought that was a joke when I first read that. And I was like, how did he get arrested? I'm like, I'm still at the Coliseum. Like, there's no way he got to Mexico from here faster than I got to the train. <laughs> Crazy part like, is people figured it out before the article came out. Yeah. <laughs> By far the funniest thing that I think has happened ever. I think it's hilarious. There's a lot of people turning it into like a gun control thing, and I get that. We're not going to go down that route because I just think it's funny. So yeah, I just I, think it's really I, funny. The, the only thing on that that I will touch, uh, as when I say hunter, I mean I have a hunting license and I own a rifle, but I don't like. I've shot it once ever, um, and as somebody who lives with somebody who has a CCW. When he says he forgot it was in his bag, I am willing to bet what he meant to say or what he means is that he forgot that he had to clarify that it was in his bag because when you have a CCW, it just shows up on your record. So and like they said, I didn't even know guns were banned in Mexico. It happens. He paid the fine. Who cares? (laughs) Yeah. But what about the three and a half years jail time? Yeah. Well, just don't go back to Mexico. (laughs) <laughs> I assume he's just gonna pay off the sentence because yeah yep yeah um, he probably won't be allowed in Mexico anymore and oh, oh boy yeah hopefully Whoa. NASCAR doesn't race there he's gonna go to some <laughs> other vacation spot that I'm certain he can afford yeah oh boo so he's gonna go to Manitoba that, that oh. was the the other thing too is is like wow man who participates in a sport based mostly out of the southeast also has a fascination with guns who could have seen that coming from nevada <laughs> from from nevada which yeah. I, as far as i'm concerned a lot of people also guns in nevada redneck central yes um <laughs> yeah people people suck this weekend taught me that so. people suck because like people didn't like the clash there for when all those costumes were coming out and then all of a sudden it was oh we'll go back to daytona now it's like uh, Kyle Busch shouldn't be in the eight car because he doesn't go back. Here's my hold on time the goddamn hell out. Yeah, go back to Daytona. Let's let's talk about the go back to Daytona argument for like five minutes. <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you mean go back to Daytona? I reckon too much. And now we yeah go back to take it back to Daytona. Take it back wreck to Daytona. anyways. Yeah. Do you Let's remember th- the last clash at Daytona? What that looked like? The last Kenny two. Hamlin didn't have a front end, and then pushed wait, another car without wait. a front end. Eric Jones to a win. No oh, car right at the end of that race. It's they right also everyone wrecked. They also was the pissed. There it is. What do you mean? Bring it back to Daytona. They're wrecking too much. They wrecked too much at Daytona. They also had four straight restart. No, I think it was five where they didn't complete a lap without wrecking. Uh, and then the year before that was the race where everybody except Jimmy Johnson wrecked on the final lap. Because Jimmy Johnson <laughs> caused the wreck. Because, yeah. Damn Skippy. And also, just what are you talking about? Like, get a grip. Like, what? how short is your memory? I don't understand it. I loved the, the there's a tweet I saw where somebody's like, take it back to the clash. It was so much better. And it was four screen grabs of the whole field, just junior lighting. <laughs> Just everybody single file around the and, outside. And so, so help me God if someone says, oh, bring it back to Daytona Road Course. Shut up. Ten people showed up to that damn race. Yeah. Yeah, that thing shouldn't have been on a Tuesday looked, night. Looked like a it, damn Ferrari club race. It was like, shut yeah, up. It was like a fun race, but nobody showed up to it. Yeah. <laughs> Did they run that God. race before qualifying? Right. They, they ran qualifying the next night. Because I think we did. That was our first so. live qualifying. 
yeah, Fake Racers podcast, which guys next week or... Wednesday live Fake Racers. Um. Oh, jeez, yeah. yeah. That's oh, next yeah. week. Tradition, even though it's a tradition. bad tradition, and it's only to get us views. It sucks. It's stupid. <laughs> it's awful. We like it, but it's fun because yeah. then we get to talk about every driver. So really, you know. really pitching the the video, Joe. Well, <laughs> here's the thing: people are gonna watch because the title of the video will have Daytona 500 qualifying live in it. That's right. So we got like 400, not concurrent, like 400 people looking at the stream the first time we did it. Like we we're nobodies now, but that's this was back when we were like hyper nobodies, and we were like, we're we're doing we're something scamming right. These people, we're doing something right. <laughs> we scam. Oh, um, it got announced today that Zane Smith is to run seven Cup Series races, six of which will be in the thirty-eight car. With the seventh being the Daytona five hundred and a third entry for front row, which we already knew about. Um. Th- I have in our I have in our doc, and I'm not going to show these to people at home because they don't actually illustrate as well of the point. But uh, um, I have Todd Dill Todd, Todd Dilland Todd Gilliland's <laughs> uh, finishing positions throughout the season, and Michael McDowell's finishing positions throughout the season, and uh, they're different. But uh, Todd's a little Ish, more consistent. Yeah, yeah that spread isn't as wide. And it makes this no sense just, to take him out of the car weird. for six races. It's so late into the into the off season too. Well, I have a feeling they already knew this, and they were just yeah. they were able to keep it under wraps because it's front row and it's not Hendrick Motorsports. It's just weird because like like Todd wasn't great last year, but I felt like it was a pretty solid rookie year, and he was and improving. Like, yeah, all year. Like if you again, if you look at those, there's a couple outliers at the end, but you're you see improvement. You see these. Finishing position with this being one, this being thirty, goes yeah. down. Um, I don't know. It's frustrating. Is, quick theory: Is David Gilland still involved with Tricon Garage? Yeah, he owns it. Okay, I didn't know if he had sold the team, and that's why they. Re- <laughs> I couldn't remember or not. Um, what a dumb. So name. maybe that has something to do with it because of the Toyota connection. Yeah, but that's pretty dumb. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's not it's, it's not a dumb thought. Like I'm not saying like yeah. you're dumb. It, but if, yeah, that's, it just... if that's the reason, that's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's just. I got. I've been told that I don't treat my employees very well on camera. So. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Unprofessional. Yeah, that that was say. the only thing I could think of. Is like, I don't know, because it's not like Ford's not paying up to get Zane Smith in there because like he's a stud. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. So, um, sucks for Todd, but it is. It's just weird. It's just like, why? Yeah. I think it's, it's like probably the front row is still in the grand scheme of things, a new team as far as like when it comes to the mid pack battles, you know, decisions are not always going to be the best ones. Yeah. And it's not like Zane's like, this isn't like you're having a pay driver in. Like, I I don't see Zane as a pay driver. Is the same right. as I see like Joe Graff Jr. getting it in the 18 car in Xfinity for five races, which we're not going to talk about, but awful. Yeah. Um, I watched that man not qualify at Michigan in an RCR car in Xfinity. So just can, saying. Can you do that twice? That's awesome. He also did it at Iowa. Yeah. Like a couple that weeks later. Rocks. Um. Very funny. The Michigan one's funnier though because again, that's the Michigan's more car than anything. But anyways, back to what we're talking about. Todd Gilliland right. didn't doesn't deserve to not be in the car for six races. He doesn't like 
Um, this is just a side effect of, hey, Zane Smith probably got an offer from like Chevy or Toyota or someone to, hey, you can move up to Xfinity or you can stay or you can be on our truck team and we're going to get you like four cup races. Yeah. And Ford was like, oh, crap, we don't really have anyone in the pipeline. We want to keep this guy. He just won the truck title with front row motorsports. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what I see it as. Yeah, they lost Taylor and Tanner Gray, too. That hasn't been talked about a lot, which I don't know if it's worth noting, but it's something because they're both still with Tricon. I hate this. I hate this discussion. Let's move on to something fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got a light week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we've been here for like over an hour, or so I think we did pretty well. Now there's we some shenanigans the, at the content. start that I'm gonna have to we cut. Find the content. We find the content. We find the content. We like Davey testing a mic that we know doesn't work, but just showing you guys at home in case you didn't believe yeah. us. Well, it had to be done. It had to be done. Yeah. Again, did it actually? No. Up to you. The but... comments were full of like, but what about Davey's new headset? So we yeah. had to give him the. Yeah, the comments were full. It's yeah. we gotta we gotta do it for the fans. Only freaking Literally comment we got was inundated. comparing us to the Three Stooges, which, by the way, awesome. Love yeah. it. I mean, that rocks. So it was pretty fun. Yeah, we enjoyed that one internally. Correct. Um, dude, you want to know something crazy? Hmm. I have to poop. Let's wrap up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What do we? What do we, I mean? Like, I do have to poop, but. <laughs> well, okay. So next week, I need to write a note real quick so I can cut that out because that's <laughs> that crosses have... that crosses a line, Davy. There's a lot of things we have said that have crossed way more line than that. Yeah. Yeah, but fecal matter, you know. <clears throat> I'm not bringing you with me. I know. Um, we're going to be live next week on, on Wednesday for Daytona 500 qualifying. That's going to kind of replace our normal episode, or at least that was my plan. I need to talk with these guys about that. But, you know, hey, there's not a lot. Of, there's nothing going on this weekend. So it's not like you're going to miss talking about anything because we kind of got it all now. Um, right. Make sure you're following us on our social media at Johto Network on Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, TikTok, we're posting shorts, we're posting clips of this show. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, you're watching us on JTN too, so make sure you're subscribed here as well as the main JTN channel. That'll be linked in the description below too. Um, if you're listening to us on Anchor or whatever, so Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, like, rate, and review. I guess that helps with the algorithm. Be much appreciated. Even if you only give us a star, um, we still like it because <laughs> one is better please than zero us, please give yeah. us more than one but the pitch know. is to give us five but if you don't you know we'll take we'll take down to a three yeah 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 we'll haggle so yeah we feel like we're a good three-star motel yeah um nothing wrong with that. but yeah doing those doing those things following us on social media liking posts videos whatever um that does do a lot to help support us help grow this which we continue to try to do and we're really working hard at it even though sometimes it doesn't seem like it like tonight where we uh decided to show you all of our uh technical snafus but uh and also i think davy's audio is going to be really quiet on this podcast which is no fault of his it's it's all on me anything that goes wrong is my fault I don't um, know that's true it is no i'm i mean it like i this isn't sarcastic asshat joe i'm, I'm true um so i remember you to also follow at fake racers for more podcast centric content uh, we'll see if Davey can keep those posts up or if I have to take that over too that was that was ass hat Joe 
Just catching strays I'll allow there. it only because of my bowel movements. Uh, Davey's socials are down below. Matt's socials are down below. Can't thank you folks <laughs> enough for watching. Uh, Davey's got to poop, guys. Davey's got to no, poop. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, at Davey Hazard on Twitter. At D7H5 on Instagram. At D7H5 on Twitch. Don't leave it in. Do it. Leave it in. It's okay. funny. It's funny. Uh, Matthew, you're at msteelman51 yep. on Twitter. I, I would not recommend following me, though. So, um, You can also I follow him on it. various art websites. Uh, but you have to follow him on Twitter first. You have to figure that one out yourself. Yep. Do some digging. Dig, 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 dig. Um, anyways, thanks, folks. Thanks for watching. Hope we see you next week live. Make sure you drop in and say hello. We'll be we on will the main... be live. We'll be we on are the... going to be live. We might be on the main JTN channel, too. I'm down. J- main JTN rocks. Let's do it. Main JTNs were all the subscribers. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that part out loud. But it's true. Um, so we hope you tune in. We hope to you. We hope to talk to you next week. If we don't, enjoy the day total 500. Enjoy Xfinity. What beef? What's for dinner? 300. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> the next year, Energy 250. Ma, the meatloaf. <laughs> the blue. The we want it now. Vacations, jewels. <laughs> hey, I have a good joke to end the podcast. And Kroger day total 500 poll qualifying. Davy's joke to wrap us up, and then we'll get out of here. What do you guys call two guys fighting on the ground? God, ground beef. <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next week. Good night. <laughs> Bye. <Bye-bye. laughs>